Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Quiet on the set. Can we please have quiet on the set? Awesome! I came to play. to play. There's a price to pay. Time for you to get down on your knees. I Welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. See next to me on the couch is the other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. <clears throat> Hi. I wasn't sure I was going to say, oh, there, there it is. There it is, but the other one sounded like you were like constipated or something. Welcome to our new show where Samantha has married, uh, I don't know, what, what do I sound like? What do I sound like? I don't know. Androgynous? Do I sound... Are you still allowed you to say do, androgynous? You are allowed to say androgynous, okay. but you do not sound androgynous because there are no women who sound like that. Yes, there are. But like, those like husky-voiced women. Am mm-hmm. I allowed to say husky-voiced? You sure can. <laughs> but that's not how I would describe you, sir. I'll explain. Uh, how's it going, everybody? It is September 7th, 2021. I think I speak for the people when I say that nobody gives a fuck. You don't need to explain. Well, that's what the first part of this podcast is for, is for me to explain to people why they don't give a fuck about the stuff I actually give a fuck about. Mm. Uh, which is what's going on in our lives, which is what we talk about as two married individuals. Every to each other. Week. Like, we're married to each other. Not Like, when you say, like, we're two married a, individuals, it makes it sound like we're individually married to other people. That is a marine-level swerve of this whole time. <laughs> we have been married to two other swerve, people. Swerve, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck, that's funny. God damn it. Oh, man. Here's um, the divorce papers. Oh, signed. Cool. I'll see you next week for the show. <laughs> uh, we watch random movies. We talk about our lives. And we have a good time. And this is part two of our... Marine film franchise deep dive. I won our last reading challenge, and I picked the Marine film franchise. I would say one loosely. We have won. We have watched all six movies, um, and we were going to discuss the Marine Four, Moving Target, the Marine Five, Battleground, and the Marine Six, Close Quarters, very very soon. But I uh, literally am coming back from a absolute whirlwind weekend. Um, mm-hmm. One of, the, one of the best weekends of all time. I did a quick, basically 36 hours. I landed in Chicago at 1 a.m. Like, what, like, my 1 a.m. would technically be. No, actually, it was midnight, because we were fucking 50 minutes early. Um, yeah. So, midnight, Saturday, Sunday, right? And I flew back to Orlando midnight... Tuesday, so for like 48 hours in Chicago, essentially, is what it wound up being, uh, for AEW All Out, and... It's uh, a wrestling show, for those of you who are not wrestling fans. Uh, and you won't be not wrestling fans long, because professional wrestling is fucking fun and cool again, you motherfuckers. Join, join the party. Uh, for my favorite professional wrestler of all time, CM Punk, returning uh, in ring, and just everything else ever happened on this show. All kinds of returns, and awesome matches. It was an amazing time. Plus, I got to spend uh, technically the the weekend uh, for the Podfather Rich Camelucci's birthday. 
Uh, did some good food. Saw some quick comic and toy shops. Had a, a nice barbecue because he is the grill daddy. With um, grill daddy pod father like he's got a lot Papa of dumb, Bear. He has a lot of dumbass names. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like grill daddy Papa Bear pod father like like Rich doesn't have any children right? No. Like well, there used biological to be a, there children. used to be a joke back in college. Yeah, I'm aware a, of the yeah, joke. Yeah. yeah, had a uh, illegitimate child. But he is well, I think even I think even before he actually had sex with somebody. <laughs> I don't remember the timetable that. It doesn't matter. He'll laugh at that. It's fine. Um, but he's a great he's a great grillman, uh, a grill master, uh, grill. He is. You are such. He you is stop trying to dig yourself out of the hole you just dug yourself. Grill into. hand, Luke. That's not a thing. Um, You're such so a got, dick, So got to see a man. lot of friends, spend a good time, had way too much to drink. And well, as, you can, you. as you can hear, I screamed my voice out, essentially, which is what I do at great wrestling shows. Uh, I think the same thing happened. We went to WrestleMania 28 in Miami. Um, it's happened many times throughout my life, but this show specifically, I was watching. So there will be videos of me. I feel like they got Spike Lee angles on this. I feel like there were three cameras on me throughout the entire CM Punk match. Um... But I was filming. I, I'm not a person like when I'm at shows to like film a lot. Like I want to like be in the moment. Like I just can't. I got a brief, quick clip of the Minoru Suzuki entrance, and I got a, a brief clip of the end of uh, Chris Jericho's match where everyone's singing Judas. And like at the end of that, I'm singing. I'm already in the bag even before Punk comes out. And they put the graphic up on the screen that shows like the Punk match is next. So I'm in the middle of singing Judas, and it's like uh, I'm not gonna know it off the top of my head now, but. It's like, my life, my life. And so as soon as it comes up, I, like, I listened to it earlier today. I was like, my life. Like, I turned into a fucking Slipknot lead singer. Just like, oh, my God, this is happening now. And I think that's literally where my voice went. Um, so uh, though there will be videos. There will also be videos of his return to wrestling uh, that my wife recorded uh, that has already been put up against the actual uh video of him returning as well. Where can people well. find that? I don't know yet. I don't know if it's going to be a Patreon exclusive, but in case it is, patreon.com slash arcade audio. Or you might be able to find it on the YouTube page of Podswoggle. Uh, YouTube.com slash Podswoggle. And, uh, you know, half the people who listen to the show have no idea any of the things that you just don't talked about. Don't give a about. fuck. Don't, get, don't care. Uh, but more people will get uh, what par- partly, partially, partially, uh, part of why it was such a whirlwind weekend was... Uh, the day that I flew out to Chicago, we went. <coughs> oh, we went God. to Disney on Ice. Thank you. Please <laughs> take over. We went to Disney on Ice uh, at the Amway Center here in Orlando, and it was really enjoyable. It was beautifully done. I, you know, I don't know if we, if if you remember on the show when we talked about how we went to the. Uh, what was it? The Disney Junior Disney live Junior, on stage, like or holiday party, yeah. whatever. That was a piece of shit. Okay. <laughs> This was a show. Like, this was, like, beautifully done. The costumes and the choreography. They did some really cool effects with, like, the rink. It was just really enjoyable. I had really low expectations going in. I think partially because of that holiday party. Yeah. And also because I haven't been to, like, an ice show in, like, 30 years. Like, I yeah. went to Disney we Ice when I was a kid. Yeah, but also, like, I always try to say, let's go to the ice show, like, when we're on, like, a cruise and like, stuff. Nah. And you're like, no. We but went, I'm like, we, it's so We cool. went to one and, like, five people fell. Like, yeah, that was unfortunate. Yeah. But like, that's what we saw was the level I expect. It was, it was, it was honest dope. to God, it enjoyable. The four beers I had didn't help, um, or didn't hurt, I should say. 
But it was but really it was, well done. It, it was enough, to, what Disney does, it was enough for adults to enjoy it. And of course, like, the kids yeah. absolutely loved it. Shout I, uh, out yeah. to, uh, to, to Adam, Adam and Kara and Adam Loosely for, for hooking us up. We had amazing seats. Also, shout out to Amway Center for getting $65 from me for a bag of cotton candy, a program, and a frozen wand. Well, it's not like a frozen wand, not like a wand made of ice. I like, legitimately spent uh, more money at Disney on Ice on those three things than I did at AEW All Out. <laughs> and I had several beers and a pretzel at AEW yeah. All Out. <laughs> and which company's more profitable? Exactly. <laughs> Give it time. Give it time. Exactly. Disney Disney knows what it's doing mm-hmm. because it's got a captive audience. You think all those kids running around see other kids with it and they're not going to get it from you? Please. Did, uh, Please. When I was gone, did you get a chance to watch or do anything? I mean, you watched Sing like three times. But yeah, I that. had to watch Sing three times. So can, I, I was going to propose this. So uh, oh, it's gosh. September. So uh, we're two months away from Jillian's birthday. And every year we do like a movie for a podcast. So we just do Sing to get it over with. Well, I think that's appropriate timing too because then the second one comes out in December and we're going to have to go see it. And then we're going to have to do it again for the podcast pretty much immediately because we're going to buy it and it'll just right be part away. of the wrap it up. Yeah. yeah. Because um, we normally make her watch something she hasn't watched before, but like she is maybe more obsessed with this movie, and it's my fault. It's completely your fault. Well, she was... makes me listen to the music all the time. She pretends she's the character. She sings, like it's insane. Well, it wasn't so. It is not so. There was one so several months ago when her school was closed for like a COVID exposure. Several I did this thing ago, where no, it was two months ago. It was in August. No, but the, no, a sing. A, this was prior when she like really got oh. into sing. It was like in June or July when um. <sighs> I'll grab like a bunch of movies and I'll make her like pick them. I'll do like a little tournament when everyone's left. Like she'll she'll watch. She always picks like the thing that she's kind of familiar with. Like if there's like a Disney movie, she recognizes it or whatever. But for this, like she just like she, it kept getting through. I'm like, okay, you want to watch Sing? Sure. Actually, I think it, I she I let her watch two movies. So this was like whatever was at the end with the other one, right? And like she watched it. And ever since then, it's like ruining my life. Like she's so, obsessed with it. So she just, knows all the work. She thinks she knows all, all the, the char- words. No, but she knows a lot of them. She she she, does. she knows all the characters. All and the characters corrects she, me. And it's, she like it's intense. And she like mimics them. It's actually really cool. Um, she is funny. She's uh, hilarious, but much more so than the movie itself. So we'll just do it in November. I like that movie. That way, so. we, well, they're gonna tell her, Jillian, we're gonna watch thing for your birthday. So that way, there's nothing sing related on your birthday, and. We'll do it for the podcast, and maybe we'll have her on it. We'll see in what capacity she can actually join us. I mean, she will be five, so. so we'll see. We'll see. I can't, can't be worse than some of the guests we've already had on the show. Just kidding. <laughs> you know who you are, Augie. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to bury all my friends on the show, you know? So that's all it is. So what let's get into it. Jerk. We have three movies to get into today, as we talked about. So i got a lot uh, of notes. I have a lot of notes as well, so let's get into it. Uh, I'm going to read the the description for the Marine 4. You'll do 5 and I'll do 6. So first, the Marine 4 moving target. WWE superstar Mike the Miz Mizanin is back as American hero Jake Carter in a thrill-packed Marine adventure. That's That's it? it. That's That's it? That's it? I mean, honestly... What else was there to say about the Marine yeah, there 4 wasn't, moving target? Yeah, there wasn't much else to say. Okay. Away. The Marine 5 Battleground. One Marine, two gangs, one long night. I almost did two gangs, two gangs. Who was the second gang? There isn't a second gang. They, no, like, like they thought they were from another gang. I don't know. Oh, good. The, the box is keeping up appearances on the, on the movie. Wonderful. Oh, man. The most... WWE superstars ever in a live action feature film. You know why they had to qualify that? Because mm. 
there were more in uh, the Flintstones WrestleMania. I thought you were going to say, you know why that's so big on the back of the box? Because there's no review. (laughs) That as well. (laughs) That as well. After returning stateside and now working as an EMT, Jake Carter, Mike the Miz Mizanin, finds himself trapped with an injured, marked man he's sworn to save. As a ruthless biker gang bent on revenge gains speed, Carter must use his killer marine instincts to end the rampage or die trying. That's one. Man, why does he have to have, like, a stage name? Why can't he just be the Miz? The Marine Six, close quarters. No one promised them a fair fight. It's close quarters. Close quarters. Close or close? I don't think it honestly matters. (laughs) I think it changes It's a a homonym. It is a homonym. You're correct. The Miz is back, and he's ready to fight. Jake Carter, WWE superstar Mike the Miz Mizanin, and former fellow Marine Luke Trapper, God, I love that name, WWE legend Shawn Michaels, join forces to rescue a kidnapped girl from a gang of international criminals headed up by Maddie Hayes, WWE superstar Becky Lynch. Why do you get the fucking easy ones? I needed that. Uh, we read the back of the boxes, and our new challenge is the first person to hit a read. Is it 20 or 25? What do we say? I think we said 25. 25? Okay, what, what is the current score at? I know I'm still behind. You're at six, uh-huh. and now I'm at four. Ooh, okay, I'm only two behind. Okay, feel good about that. Plenty of time, plenty of time. Uh, so this is what we did last week. We're going to go movie by movie in order. Um, and the best I, we can. Well, I, 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 we did pretty easily last time. Yeah. Uh, I do feel so last year our reading challenge movie series payoff was Leprechaun. We did eight movies in four episodes. Um, in our last episode... We did uh, the worst Leprechaun movie by a country mile, and I think ultimately the best or close to the best Leprechaun movie by a country mile, which was Leprechaun Origins, which is a WWE film, which is funny. And then we did Leprechaun like Returns, I think, like the Sci-Fi Channel one, and it yeah. was pretty close. I don't know if it was no, that or Leprechaun 3, No, I think. it was the best one. Yeah. Four, uh, it got a four and a half. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that was so funny. It made me sneeze. It got four and a half overall, Leprechaun Returns, which is the highest rated Leprechaun okay. movie. By a lot, the next highest is Lep- 3.75. For Leprechaun 3? For Leprechaun 3. Okay. Uh, and the same thing is going to happen today. Just spoiler alert. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. So we're going to start with the Marine 4 moving target, which it says something after last week's episode I think, personally, was, without question, the worst of the six Marine movies. Am I wrong, in your opinion? The four's the worst? The Marine Four moving target, I think, is the worst Marine movie, handily. Handily was the worst. Um, hang on, let me review my notes. Because... I don't remember what happens. Hang on one second, please. <laughs> I mean, the back of the box didn't help us. So do you want me to, do you want me to like, high, do you want me to, like, look, high I, level I just, it? No, I got it. Because, look, I just didn't want to watch The Miz take a shower and shave his face. Like, that's not why I'm watching The Marine. I'm not in it for, for well, The Miz. Well, I'm also. Hygiene. So I was fine with that. And here's why. Because it took us 15 minutes to get that. Because the opening credits are, like, famous speeches interspersed over, like, military phrases and, like, images while this bootleg-ass Nine Inch yeah. Nail song I was like, plays. what is this intro and this music? And then... And, and then, then he couldn't tie a tie. And then... No, we're not even still to the Miz oh. yet. And then the movie starts with, like, 
exposition via screen text, like a yeah, Metal yeah, Gear yeah, Solid yeah, conversation yeah. going yeah, yeah, on yeah, 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 yeah. about like, we have to stop, was it like uh, Sentinel or like, uh, send like, in the sentinel uh, it's like the x-men like we have to stop the sentinel no, like whatever like, whatever whatever like uh, like corporation they're trying to like i think it was genesis yeah like send in vogel and it gives you like a little profile of vogel and it's like jesus yeah. christ how long is this going to be yeah until we get to it once i saw the miz i'm like okay thank god and then sure he's in his underwear and he's like <laughs> shaving and like doesn't fucking tie a tie and i'm like i i don't i don't watch a, a marine movie to read computer messages, yeah. and I don't watch Murray movies to watch The Miz get ready. Well, I, I don't watch sh- Murray movies to read. I mean, period. I mean, I really don't want to I don't watch think that's the their demographic. Movies. I don't think the demographic of the Marine movies is like people who enjoy reading. Like, I don't yeah. like watching foreign films a lot because they don't like to read when I'm watching movies because it's annoying. Like, how can you God, read? God, that's so fucking elitist. But how can you read the text and watch what's happening? Easy, and I have like one fucking eye. That's your own fault. So, each movie up to this point at least has, I think, a plot, right? Like the first one, the first, the first one is pretty loose, but the second and third one at least they're a little bit more like interesting. Like this, oh, are they? This resort, are they? Because you fought me real hard last week. Not really. You fought me. Yes, you did. You fought me real hard last week when I said. When I said that, I thought that the second one was better than the first one. Oh, I still think the second one's worse than the first one, but... Um, but the second one had a plot. The it, first one didn't. It did. It also had Ted DiBiase Jr. in it, and that's what also made it worse. I am, um, you know, like a resort that's, you know, the, the, the village people, mercenary <laughs> terrorist group. <laughs> like, why do you say it like that? Are, uh, are, you know, like taking over, and that's what he has to fight through. The third one... It's his hometown. His sister just happens to like get caught up in this plot. This one is such a like. There were a lot of swerves, though. I like it's it. a, it's the same thing. <laughs> Shut up. It's the same thing I said about last week and Marine Three. This felt like an R-rated NCIS episode. Like honestly, yeah, it really did. It's now it's, he's now he's part really of a did. he's part of a private security, like, security firm, firm, and he they're tasked with you know. Protecting, protecting a whistleblower until the DOJ can take her over and they don't want to do it too early and tip off people sure. before they're able to and get, they get all blown the up within five minutes. Within five minutes. And swerve. And then from there it's the two of them who they don't oh, get along. Wait, I like the small talk in the car at first. No. Yeah, this is my note. Wait. Oh, I said this small talk sucks when they're like insulting each other. I was like, ooh, burn. Ooh, another burn. Then swerve, she was wrong. Then swerve, he was wrong. So uh, right off the bat, they're swerving. I'd us. like to congratulate uh, the Marine Two's two-on-one karate fight as uh, no longer being the, the worst, worst scene. scene in Marine franchise history. But still it a is, contender for it's, it's for yeah the for the for, for the whole year possibly. But the what was the what was the girl's name? Do you have the girl's name written down from this? I almost said Maddie Hayes, and it honestly no, no, could have been. That's... I know it's Becky Lynch. What was her no, name? The girl's name is not Becky Lynch. No, I know. That's... No, I know Becky Lynch is a fucking person. <laughs> no, whoever that character was, her. Oh, I have it here. Hold on, uh, Olivia. Oh yeah, Olivia. Olivia. Olivia, what's the fuck? <laughs> Olivia and the Mrs. Who cares? Back and forth in the car of the two of them just insulting each other about like I bet I know who you are was. So 
fucking That's what I was talking about. Bad. But Swerve, they were all wrong. <laughs> they were, both of them were just wrong about each other. And up Olivia to this point, Tannen. it's been so boring. Just like every, like this one is just boring. I said, that, I said that several times through my notes. I'm like, this is just boring. I was like, I'm just not interested in it. And they have. And then she just starts fucking running away. Oh, she's one of the. She's the worst. The like, Marines. Honestly, the, the Marines' worst. history of badly written female characters keeps she, right on a roll in here. Oh, it's not. It's not the icing on the cake, though. I'll tell you what. Uh, yeah, I think it is. Oh, I mean, in this in this movie alone. Okay, no. <laughs> in this movie alone. So there's another wrestler in this movie we have not discussed yet. Well, so the uh, so the Miz is essentially in this movie co-build with Summer Rae. I believe her real name is Danielle Minoit or something like that. And she was a valet slash wrestler in the WWE. She's most famously known. She was a wrestler. For the second half of her her run, she was just a wrestler. She was also like the dancer for Fandango, who was like a ballroom character. Um, And she is, in at least my circles, most famously known for uh, being impersonated by uh, the grill daddy, Rich Camelucci, Podfather, (laughs) McGillicuddy. Oh, that's that's next. That's Marine 5. Sorry. Uh, Rich Camelucci. So, uh, I, I was expecting, number one, I was expecting her to be like, I was expecting co-marine. I was expecting her to be like a good guy. Co-marine, you know, like saving the day. Uh, then she's a bad guy. I'm like, okay, that's a choice. She's a sniper. Interesting. Not really. Uh, she has two lines and one of them is 85% off screen and it's her on the fucking phone. So I entertained myself watching this movie, and every time she was on screen, she's still on screen a lot, just shooting a gun and making mean faces. Making awful, like like she's smelling shit faces. Like her face looks like shit faces. That's just what Maurice looks. Uh, Maurice, that's what some Maurice <laughs> looks like sometimes. Maurice looks like she's smelling great shit. <laughs> Maurice is Maurice is beautiful. Um, add Maurice to my list. She's in a movie account. Add Maurice really? to my list. I mean, not in, that, not in the Marine 5 where you got, like, her legs all bloodied and stuff, but yeah, Maurice is fucking hot. So you want to be Eskimo Brothers with the Miz? Sure. I mean, we're both from Ohio. He's from Parma. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. He, Maurice is definitely the best thing anybody from Parma has ever done, pun intended. <laughs> um, so, like, like, she'll just be running or shooting and... Oh, man, I'm very mad at myself that I don't have a voice right now because what I'm about to do is going to suck. It would have sucked anyway. For her just like... It would have sucked anyway. She just like unveils herself from under this net and I'm just like, I'm here in the forest. Oh, actually, it was fine. (laughs) Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Uh, Here's my entrance. Shoot a gun. Run away. It was my favorite part of the movie and I was contributing to it. (laughs) (laughs) Which is going to show you how bad this fucking movie is. Um... It's it's just it's just boring. Like there's un, like again, this is R. Like the the, the previous two were. Yeah. There's plenty of blood and there's plenty of bodies, but they also like digitize some of the blood. Like yeah, in the like, police like, station, who? like like when in the car. In the car, yeah. When like they're well. getting like Bonnie and Clyde like riddled yeah, with bullets. I'm like, damn, awful. that's that's pretty badass. And you see the blood, and it's like, oh, like why did they? That sucks. Yeah. All these uninteresting characters, like you said, swerve on top of swerve on top of serve. Yeah. Oh wait, one of the lines that Summary said as well was, "Hold please." Like that was the line. It wasn't even a full line. It was two words. That's what I was saying when she was. was she, that was her answer on the phone. Like that was it. 
Holy. 85% of hold please was off camera. So the E, the C, the S E on please. Like she's, you actually see her deliver. That, oh, that um, so like you said, you're so, so you have the swerve on a swerve of, uh, what was your swerve on a swerve earlier? It was just them going back and forth saying about. Oh, right, right. Like them in the car. So then like Jake's like, there had to have been like somebody from the inside to tip off because like nobody, nobody knew. knew. And so they get to this like abandoned house. Like this, I don't know if no, it was it supposed to, it was supposed to be like it a the, checkout point. No, it, yeah, it was yeah. the safe house. The safe house, Sorry. And, like, the two people show up, and it's, like, his old commander. Cause, and every movie, Jake Carter's runs into somebody he used to fucking because, be in the military Because with. that's the small, small world, world, you know. And the DOJ guy, Swerve, the he's D- behind it! The DOJ guy, who from the moment you see moment him, he, comes he up doesn't even open know. his mouth. You're like, that fucking weasel is bad. You know he's bad. You just know that fucking guy. Like, super predictable. Is And also, then, he's just really annoying. So these movies have a problem with... Like wispy, shitty white dudes, or like yeah, and the white dudes like being in power of everybody else and like not doing or anything. Or thinking they are right, and like, they're not doing anything, and they're making everyone else do all the grunt work. It's like typical so waspy shit. shit. So shit has yeah. <laughs> so shit hits the fan again, and they have to evacuate. And then this Olivia character just keeps not trusting the fucking Miz, so she like like runs away from him and like knocks him out and like goes off on her own. Twice? Three yeah. times at least? Two or three times. Two or three times. And they have no, like, no, no chemistry. chemistry. Nothing. And they're, they're not Nothing. trying to make it a romantic thing, and it's something I can almost appreciate. No, that's fine. It doesn't have to be a romantic thing. Except then it was! Swerve! It wasn't. She kissed him at the she end! She gave him, like, a friendly oh. kiss on the cheek. She gave him a friendly kiss on the cheek? How many fucking women give you friendly kisses on the cheek like Nobody. That? I've never saved yeah. anybody's life Good. before. You better Except Rich Camelucci. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Which was it was on a Bowflex fall on him. Long story. Recently? <laughs> no, no. Recently, he would have legitimately been dead. <laughs> but back then, he had some beef on him. That, <laughs> that Bowflex fell. He'd be in the hospital a couple weeks. Um, oh, my God. What is yeah, going on? I don't know. We're talking about the Marine Four. Uh, the story just sucks. No, yeah. You can never tell how many people there are <laughs> like, you know, well, on that side. And then the other thing that sucks is, like, and we talked about this last week, the unbelievability that they place on these Marines. Like, they put them in these difficult situations, which that's not the unbelievable part. The unbelievable part is that they should have died several times, and they don't. Yeah. Like, the Miz got shot, like, six times. Shot, stabbed the shit beat out of him. Uh, yeah, I a lot. He no. gets shot... He got has been shot or injured like six times. Like he Injured, got shot yes. Twice. But I, don't, I don't think he got he shot got, in this one. Or I don't think yes, he got shot he in three either. Yeah, he got shot in this one. No, but, like, they had, like, the close call things. Like, you know, in the first one, like, John Cena, like, jumped out of, like, a, a burning building or something. Oh, in the first one, like, Cena, Cena jumps out of, like, at least five burning right. buildings. No, yeah. and Ted DiBiase as well. Like, like yeah. they're... Ted the DiBiase as well. The, the Miz, Miz doesn't get to jump out of as many buildings. The Miz just gets a shit beat out yeah, of him. Yeah, no, but, like, he got the shit beat out of him and, like, like legitimately the shit beat out he of him. It's a shit beat out of my Bo Dallas in the fifth one. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, But, like, he should have been dead. Or, like, he just, like... Gets back up like it's nothing. Fights like nothing Mostly. happened. Mostly. Mostly. I do want to kind of get through this one and the next the one done. as quick as possible because we have a lot to talk about for this oh, next one. Oh, I know. Um, and then... Yeah, I don't know... So, another thing that this movie does that boggles my mind... Thank God that's over. That's my last note. Is... Oh, I can't believe you have no notes about the fact that uh, as the Miz and Olivia camp out overnight, 
they have time to home alone the forest. He sets up like booby traps that are killing people. Like there's trip wires and guys are getting like spiked through the fucking face that and impaled. My, that was my favorite part of this movie, yeah. and it was the grossest part of this movie. Like totally, if you if you would have asked me in any other movie what my favorite part was, it would not be the grotesque part. And this was the only thing that was interesting. Yeah, it was the only thing that was interesting, and it was yeah. just, it was so out of nowhere. It was like, wait, are they fucking Ewoks now? Like, what the fuck is this? And then they have the nerve the whole time. You're like, oh well, that means Summer Rae's gonna die. Sweet. And then she like gets used as a human seal, uh, shield, like riddled with bullets. There's no fucking blood. It's like, show me bloody fucking oh blowing God, up I Summer know, Rae. I know. She gets nothing. And then the big bad just gets like a simple like neck dragon snap. sleeper neck snap. Yeah, I was like, that's nothing. That's like nothing. that was it. That was the payoff. How disappointing. It was really disappointing. And then we have a, a public domain image montage recap. Oh Those five words together fucking suck. That was bad. And then, as you already as we already mentioned, the kiss on the cheek, and she gives him a suit because she made fun of his wardrobe earlier, and he's, like, in a sling with cuts all over his face. Yeah. And, yeah. like, what she actually had, like, it's so throwaway, like, you know, that bombing that took place? And he's like, know it, I was there. She's like, well. No, that wasn't it. That they produced like like faulty, the, faulty gear. gear that killed Marines. Like that's a legitimate like, that's legit. That's a legit thing because they're responsible for the death. It was very very throwaway as well. Like well, sure. any like, sort I mean, of it, background that they could have added was just. I mean, it, uh, yeah, like meh. yeah. I mean, meh. honestly, like a lay person could have said like. Oh, why did all those Marines die when they got shot in these bulletproof vests? Oh, they probably just weren't bulletproof. Like, hey, are you a writer for the Marine film franchise? Because right. it sure sounds like it. Uh, I, I have this note written down because I totally forgot to mention it last week. As we're about to get an MVP and LVP for this movie. So, uh, did you look uh, during last week's research at all about who was originally supposed to be in the first Marine movie? Randy Orton. No, so Randy Orton was supposed to be in like all these movies, but yeah, but the he was first... dishonorably discharged. Yeah, no, probably because he pooped in somebody's bag. No, he was basically supposed to be in the Marine two through four, uh, but for the Marine one, it, the Marine was going to be Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, that would have been great. The role of what was it Bishop or whatever Robert Patrick's character mm. was originally offered for Al Pacino. <laughs> So we almost got Steve Austin and Al Pacino in the Marine. That would have been an Pacino, more interesting movie. Pacino ultimately did not like the script. What? Uh, which was the first time Pacino said the first time Pacino said that in the two thousands. And then proceeded <laughs> to make Jack and fucking Jill and sing Dunkachino. Yeah, but I bet he had a lot more fun. Oh, I'd love to see Al Paul. Oh. I bet he had a lot more fun. Only if the movie has buzzards. Again, just for rich, fuck, that was a bad idea. MVP and LVP. This may be the hardest MVP ever because I have absolutely nobody. I I have somebody, and my only point, my only note is, I mean, sure. Do you have anybody? How much work did Summer Rae have done? Look at this picture of her. Let me see. What, like recently? I don't know. That's her IMDb page. Oh, man. She doesn't look like the real, she doesn't look like the same person anymore. I mean, I, we don't have time for this picture to load. That's like a girl. That's like a, a young girl. She That's looks, not Summer Rae. No, that looks like, uh, what's her name? Uh, what's her name from uh, Watchmen? What's her it's name? D- it's Danielle. 
Moinoit? Moinoit. What the fuck's the girl's name from, um, oh my god, Melina Ackerman. Looks like fucking Melina Ackerman. I mean, the IMDb page has got to be worthless. Uh, my nominee for MVP is uh, Josh Blacker. I just don't understand how much work she has. I need done. you to focus, Samantha. We have two other movies to talk about, and I come on. I am. This is important. Look at this. Wait, look, look. <laughs> That's a different person. It's Fuck a off. completely different person. <laughs> look, she's got a. Keep busy. I don't know what the fuck to tell you. She's probably just like How fucking much Emma. How does she make? There is a minor rumor among wrestling circles that I follow that there are some former, I'm not saying specific names except Summer Rae, former women's wrestlers who highlight, or who, what's, uh, what's the phrase I'm looking for? On the side are high-end escorts. Spotlight? Spotlight as high-end escorts. And, like, it's like, hmm, why are they always, like, these are tropical locations? Oh, because they were paid, like, a hundred grand to go with, like, some oil tycoon and, like, just be in a bikini and blow them for a while. Uh, I, I, you know, that, that's so, maybe, maybe that's it. I'm not for sure. Um, we, we, need, we need to focus here. Come on. I'm so sorry. I so just got so distracted. The MVP I have, crazy. the MVP I have for the Marine Four is Josh Blacker. He's yeah, the guy that yeah, played sure. it. <laughs> He played. I know Vogel. He played he, Vogel. He he. I think did the best. Does, job. Despite the fact that his accent, I feel like changed four times throughout the movie. Yeah. I was like, is he supposed to be South African? Is he supposed to be British? You know, he's that's in, really offensive. No, no, no. That's just, super offensive. He did it, not me. I'm just saying that's what it sounded like. Tell me the difference between a South African accent and a British accent. I mean, they're in different countries. You tell Josh Blacker. No, you do. Give me an impression of both and tell. <laughs> no, thank you. Point out the differences. I plead the fifth. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he was at least like somewhat foreboding. He he was a bad dude. Like, there's nobody else. There is absolutely nobody else. Uh, you're fine with that. Yeah, that, Thank you. that's fine. I mean, I, I don't think The Miz was terrible in this. Oh, The, the Miz is my LVP for this movie. No way. Yeah, he's one of my nominees. No way. He's one of my... Because no I... No way. Olivia and Ethan are both way worse. It's fucking Ethan. Uh, like, I, I don't think The Miz was that bad, especially compared to, to No, I think, I think The Miz was bad compared to The Marine 3. In The Marine 3, I made the point, I was like, man, he has some, like... Uh, like charisma and ability, he's like he can like be different kind of pieces, and we'll see him do that again later on. But for this one, it's like what the fuck happened? He was so stilted, he felt so fucking forced. Honestly, in this role. I think it's because of the company that he kept in this. I think it's because of the people, the and two kind of the, main people, and he the was, story as well. The story, and also the two main people he was given to act off of. At least in the other movies, there was something else with some of the other people. Mm. You know, in, in the other ones. But in this one, you know, when everyone around you is, like, down here, you're not going. Yeah. You know, like, especially when you're not as an experienced actor as some other people maybe. You know, you're going to you're gonna kind of be at that level. So, I, I don't know if I hold the Miz, you know, Fair. responsible for that. Because I think that the girl played Olivia and the guy played Ethan were so much worse. They were just... Especially Melissa Roxburgh. She was such shit. She was bad. She's not my OVP. My I LVP did not like my her. LVP is Ethan Smith. Uh or Matthew McCall as Ethan Smith, the DOJ mole. For her, again, I give leeway because those female characters are so badly done. Whereas this guy was supposed, I feel like, be like 
a little kooky and like oddball, you know, mole character. And he was just so goddamn annoying. Yeah. He was I, just annoying. He wasn't bad. He wasn't evil. He was just like, fucking kill this guy already. Yeah. I didn't enjoy when he came on the screen. and. Uh, if I got distracted a few moments ago, I, I had to because I'm looking at the cast on uh, IMDb. And Summer Rae's character's name is Rachel Dawes. And I was staring at it like, how the fuck do I know that name? It's from Batman. It's Batman's fucking... It's fucking Katie Holmes and Maggie Gyllenhaal. Like, give her another last name. That's who she's trying to look like, I think. Who? If Katie Holmes and, Mag- Katie Holmes and Maggie Gyllenhaal had a baby, somebody's trying to look like it. I don't want to edit, so I won't say what I want to say. Um... That just, I'm sorry, that just bothered the fuck out of me, and I was like, what the shit? Uh, so are, are we fine? Uh, I guess we're fine either way. Or do you really care one way or another who we go with here? I don't care. We'll go with Ethan Smith, because he was also, she was, he was on our communal list, so we'll, we'll, you know, match up here. So Matthew McCall. Uh, both our MVP and our LVP for this podcast, or for this movie, uh, don't have Wikipedia pages, just so you know how well they're doing in their careers. Score time for the Marine 4, moving target. Uh, you want me to go first? You go first. You, you can go first. Uh, it's the worst Marine movie, which means I'm going to give it the worst score. I'm giving it a one and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's about right. I'm going to give it a one and a half as well. It's... It's just boring. It just, like, was so uninteresting. Yeah. I, I, I did not want to keep watching it. Yeah, it was a task to get through. And it, it was, was like an hour and 25 minutes. Uh, less of a task to get through just because, so, uh, full disclosure, I picked the Marine film franchise because I wanted to get to the Marine 5 and the Marine 6 specifically. Why? So I'd heard things about the Marine 6. I was like, interesting. And for the Marine 5, I just saw the cast and was like... That's a lot of fucking wrestlers to be in one movie. It's got to be shitty. Or it's got to be so bad it's good, right? Or it's got to be good. Uh, it, it's not that. It's still, well, not, it's still not good. Uh, but I had more fun watching it than, up to this point, any other movie besides 3. Because I felt like 3 was still like almost okay as a movie. This one was still not a good movie. Yeah. But I was just glued. Because I'm like, yeah. I cannot believe... That Bo Dallas is... Ow, 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 my back! You made me laugh so hard, my back! Ow! Bo Dallas is the main villain in this movie. Man, he has you, more lines than The Miz. Like, you were so into it. Like, you're a huge Bo Dallas fan. I, I am know, not. I don't know if the people at home know how a, big of a Bo Dallas fan you are, but you're a huge Bo Dallas fan. This is slander, and I'm taking you to court tomorrow. I, you was, can't make me testify against you or married. Don't you pay attention when you watch Law and Order? No, that's real. I didn't know that. Yes. Uh, he was, for several years, my least favorite wrestler by such a fucking country mile. And then he ultimately just became like a comedy, you know, low-card guy. And I was like, that's perfect for him. Whatever, he's harmless. But in this, when he's a, a, an evil biker with tattooed fucking teardrops on his face named Alonzo... I am just, you have my attention. You had my curiosity. Now you have my attention. Um, it's still not good. Uh, I, 
it looked like it was shot on like a handheld camera that you could find in the middle of a Best Buy. Uh, I don't know why every movie like so I know why because there's a different director in like the first five movies. Every movie looks and feels different, and like that, that, that. What's why? <laughs> like if they're all in the same film franchise. They're all the Marine. Why do all these movies look and sound different? Because they're all written by different people. It, it's 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 so like irritating to watch, and then I forget about it because Bo Dallas walks into a bar trying to look like a badass, and is, I find out his name's Alonzo. I'm like, this is a whole mood. Like <laughs> this is this, this is, is something. Uh, so the movie again, high level plot because I'd be for us unless you haven't fucking watched the Marine Five. Uh, the Marine, uh, this is now a fucking paramedic. So he's gone from a Marine to a private security guy, and he's all the way back down, just slumming it as a as an EMT. Um, his, uh, what did I say? I was like, uh, his resume is fucked. <laughs> he goes on a job interview. And even his uh, his co paramedic like recaps it essentially. Right, right. Like you were a marine, and now yeah, you did however many tours of Afghanistan, and then like after a brief sit in private security, now now you're here. Uh, they right, they are called. I, my biggest problem with that is he didn't even have any fucking medical training. Like it didn't say he was a medic in the marine. Like well, he was supposed no. to be like a sharpshooter or something. Yeah, well, no, he had to have some kind of medical training. So that's how he did that combat transfusion that definitely probably ends up killing that guy when he goes into shock in two days. Uh, at, at one point, and of course, the, Miz, the Jake Carter's blood type is O positive, so he can just he can just start cutting his veins up and just shooting blood everywhere. Whoever wants some, well, well, I'm O positive. You're skipping ahead way too much. I know. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So much to I was cover. I was referring to the only medical thing he does in the I whole know, movie. I know, but I'm so glad. Oh no! I said the chest out. compressions. He gives his big titty wife as she dies. <laughs> Stop! My back really hurts. Uh, yes, you heard that correct. Uh, Maurice, uh, the the Mrs. Real Life Wife, it has a cameo in this movie. Even though she's on the cover of the box, like like she's the lawyer for the biker gang. No, she's just <laughs> some dumbass who like gets stuck under a pile of bricks that have smashed her car and her legs get pinned down. And the Miz saves her, and then she just fucking flatlines and dies on the gurney as he's like like pounding on her jugs. It's like what that that's the part you could get your wife in this movie. She couldn't be Naomi. That's true. She could have been. Like, what the fuck? Uh, it's always his first day. Like, he, right, right, right. Just, just. They, they said it in the last one too. Call out of work your first day on the job. <laughs> or maybe just take too long doing your I nine paperwork. Like, you know, just. Sorry, stay I, I'm, in the I'm gonna remember my social any minute now. Stay in the office. They get called to uh, uh like a nine one one call that's in a parking lot that Wait. these two guys. Uh, gun down this biker gang leader and they're Rodrigo, chasing Rodrigo, who didn't even do anything. Happy birthday, Rodrigo. Happy birthday, my friend Rodrigo. This is for you. Um, and then, Right, and so then they have to go to apparently the it spot, the amusement park in this town where everybody knows it's going down. It's a closed amusement park for the season. and Because they're in like Seattle. I don't know. Or something. I, nowhere. Whatever. Uh, so they, so I, I think it's out. So, <laughs> they answer this distress call in the parking lot, and it's like kind of like almost like a tense scene. Not gonna lie, you know, like like it's like dimly shot. And you're not sure like what they're gonna like uncover. You're just waiting for a jump scare, and like that goes on, and like you see like the biker gang from afar, like running their bikes, like looking out, and like from afar you want to go, let's check the amusement park, and it's like what? <laughs> just like twenty minutes later. When, like, they're on the scene and they're trying to find the shooters and they see that the, the fucking paramedics are here. 
Bo Alonzo, Bo Dallas is like, there's a cell phone block, about, there's a cell phone tower 10 blocks away, go take that shit out. How does Alonzo the biker know there's a cell phone tower 10 blocks away? Maybe he works for AT&Z. <laughs> Fuck you. Alonzo Bo Dallas looks for quick cricket wireless. He don't work for AT&T. Or Metro PCS, right, Augie? Augie definitely trained somebody <laughs> with fucking teardrops tattooed on their In face. In Miami? A hundred percent. They were his boss, actually. A hundred percent. But, but uh, one unbelievable thing is there's no way they would have gotten approval from the city or the county or whatever approval they need when they built that parking lot that an ambulance is too low for an ambulance to go in. That's not correct. That's illegal. Nobody will ever have an emergency in this par six-story parking structure. For an amusement park that has thrill rides and a scary-ass fun house. Okay? Well, so, I mean, in that case, they're just going to die in the park. You know, well, no, it's like Disney. They can't die on property. They have to get that well, ambulance the there. That's still property. <laughs> Right, but that's why the ambulance got to get there and get out real quick. They can't if they're dragging them through six stories, whatever. Well, that so, was one thing. So, so finally, the setup is basically like they're trapped in this parking lot, and the the bikers are hunting them down, and the Miz and his partner are trying to save one of the two guys who is still living because the Miz already killed two people on his first day. His wife and that guy, like they were already dead. Yeah, yeah exactly. On his the first Miz, yeah. Day. First day, the Miz has has two dead bodies. Right. Uh, and then like this like really weird cat and mouse game of like going through <laughs> levels of the parking lot happened. There's like Scooby Doo. You can never tell. Like literally, at one point, Naomi is just standing at a door of the stairs, just hoping Waiting. that somebody comes through the steps. Waiting. And like bikes are running by and they can't see or find anybody. Character motivations are switching and attitudes are changing in a moment notice. And then finally like action scenes are taking out. I will yeah, say. But the gang is super ineffective to begin with. It's super ineffective. I'm, They're led by Bo Dallas. Of course they are. I don't know why. Why did they choose Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel to do this? Like why were they the two guys? So I honestly. So, because so, here's, here's my gripe with this. Because Heath Slater's in this movie. And I love Heath Slater. He's got kids. And he does a really good job. He's got too. kids. He does a great job. He does a great job in the ring. He does a, He is the most charismatic of them. They were stable. If you don't, uh, if you don't follow wrestling, they, they they were all lumped together because Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel are like shit on a stick and yeah. they don't do anything. So, so they everyone... needed someone like Heath Slater who is loud and charismatic and who is endearing but he, to, to he, he's pull, just like full-blown sons of anarchy in like his two scenes that he's in right but he's only in two so, scenes and i think he should have been the fucking so leader. for so for the outsiders for the people that don't know wrestling so the miz is, is essentially like a main event talent former multi-time world champion like big star the others naomi for like the women's division is you know former champion maybe not at this point yeah, um, but she was still, you know, like a she decent name in the women's division. And time Everyone else is a lower tier, quote unquote, like jobber yeah, like to a, the stars. Yeah, like a Heath Slater. Heath Slater is very much a, a comedy jobber. figure, comedy but always has like a, always had a spot on the card. Was with the company a very very long time. But else, like I said, was a comedy character. Got a couple tag runs. Curtis Axel is the son of legendary wrestler Mr. Perfect, former Intercontinental Champion. But as their careers went on, they just filled roles. All three of these, I think, were all three of these at the time this was made. I think they were all in the same stable. They were in social. They were, they were in social they were, outcasts together. Social outcast together. Fuck you, Adam Rose. You didn't get signed for the Marine Five. He probably was beating his wife up again or something. Oh my gosh. Um, but, but it's odd choices. But it's also it, who who can we afford 
to not be on TV for six weeks. Right. Them. I, I get that, but I feel like they should have weighted it differently. I don't know why Bo Dallas got all the weight when I have he's no not idea. as Bo Dallas is also the brother of a very successful wrestler who has a lot of charisma and who is, like, amazing to watch. We will get back to Bo Dallas or Curtis Axel in about five to ten minutes. We sure will. (laughs) So so I'm just confused as to why they waited it how they did. Maybe it's because he Slater had to be on TV because he's got kids. So... I don't know. I don't know, but I, like, I just don't know why they chose him because I just hated watching them. The game yeah. was super ineffective. Knock out the fucking cell tower. And Jake knew so much about protocol for his first day. I mean, oh, if we don't respond in half an hour, don't they send the uh, uh, cop car to check on us? Like He's a Marine. He, he follows instructions and reads the manual. Uh, like, once we get to actual, like, some fight scenes, I feel like the fight scenes in this are pretty good. Like, Naomi and Maurice have a pretty good fight scene. Well, um, yeah. I, because they're used to... Yeah. Doing that with each other. The Curtis Axel Miz fight scene literally just has like German suplexes and attitude adjustments, like actual wrestling moves on yeah. the cars, and it's just like. And then of course he has to get like a hatchet, and he's like, "The Axe Man cometh," because his name's the Curtis Axel. He probably foresaid it in the fucking script. Um, but the movie also has a little bit of balls. Like the Miz's partner gets fucking shot in the head. Like like dead like, center. Like dead center. Like my so. Everyone else's aim this entire movie is the drizzling shit. Yeah, but like Boat Alice from across a parking lot on a motorcycle reaching backwards can hit an EMT between the eyes. He was aiming for her titties. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you a load on your tits. Oh, I just killed that bitch. Uh, it... It was such a wild experience to watch. It As was I talk so about, like wild. things happen and like like why they're happening. Like the Miz giving a combat transfusion. The guy's like, "Bro, what the fuck?" <laughs> then the Miz oh. is like, "I need a hot wire this elevator." And then he's like, "Just because I was in jail means I know the hot wire in a car or what? I'm black." And the Miz just looks at me and goes, "All right, what colors you got? Like just a hot wire in a fucking elevator." Like it's not the same. Like, it's, thing. it's not the same fucking like thing. The same thing. Elevator operate like the. Actual electricians who work on elevators get paid a hell of a lot of money, like six figures, I mm. believe, um, and work really hard. I feel like that's like Shout out insane. to you, elevator operators. The Miz is much more palatable in this movie, so he actually is one of my MVPs, nominees for this movie. I thought he was really good. I think this maybe is his best like all-around performance because okay. he has two better actors to work off of. I like him and the, his paramedic partner where like actually she, she, was kind of sad that like she got shocked. So I'm like... Oh, she like she was a female that was character a big swerve. that seemed <laughs> big swerve. Big swerve. Uh, not the biggest swerve. Biggest swerve was coming up. Like she seemed like like you know a decent actress, and they had some rapport. And then the best rapport he had, besides the sixth movie that we're getting to, is Cole, the the guy who he's trying to save. Who basically this guy went to jail for something, and when he was inside, he got paid off by somebody. To when he got out, to go after this. Well, he got this, threatened. Threatened to go after this gang's leader, or to go after his kids. Um, if they didn't do it, it's like to pay off a debt or something. But, um, I mean, sure, did the Miz focus on saving him more than saving his partner? Who he was friends with, at least? At least for a couple weeks? I don't know, like, if it's first day. I I don't fucking know how it works. Um, but, like, there was at least some chemistry upon, like, some of these scenes that we had. The fights were good. Uh, there was some good violence in here. Like, some good, you know... Like stabbings and good like gunshots to the head, like we already talked about. Um, 
once they get into the actual theme park, it gets a little nutty. Oh, man. Like, of course, like, anytime you're in a theme park, they have to have, like, like the fight in the haunted mansion. The fun house. Uh, thing, yeah. yeah, you have to, like, like the character gets, like, surprised and shocked that all the lights are coming on and everything. Um, and then, what's the big... So, let's break down the no, big no, no, swerves, wait, first, right? Well, we missed a, a couple swerves. Okay. So, they're demanding, you know, in this cat and mouse in the garage uh-huh. thing, swerve... Give him the dead guy. Oh, yeah. Swerve, the job's not done. That's a, that's a plot device. That other guy was the MacGuffin of the Marine 5. Swerve, two guys, don't Alonzo. No don't no-sell that shit. I'm not no-selling That's my bit. How dare you take my bit? <laughs> Swerve, the guy who's trying to save, got fucking, like, an infection because the Miz didn't sterilize anything. Gave him a blood transfusion in an elevator. Uh, also, so this guy is bleeding for how, like, the movie's an hour and a half, like. Don't even get me started. So this guy survives. He's bleeding Remember, for like, this guy is shot within, like, the first five minutes of right. the movie. He gets and shot, survives the movie. It's a through and through, but it's in his belly. He's bleeding profusely. Yeah. Obviously a lot. He needs a blood transfusion. Um, lucky he doesn't go septic or something. Um, yeah, and he survives, but he's probably bleeding for a good, like, Three, five four hours? hours? Yeah, yeah, something like five that. Because yeah. so by the time that the movie's over, like, the sun is coming up, essentially. Yeah, and they're fighting yeah. on the, the roof of that building. Yeah. Um, but the biggest swerve the of the ball. The biggest swerve! Who, it was the VP! It was the vice president of the gang. The VP of the gang! That set him up to shoot the Rodrigo, he the leader. The power. He wanted the power. And that's the guy whose brother is Heath Slater. And Heath Slater's, like, apparently, a biker gang. Family is more important than actual family. Water over blood. He just kills him in cold blood over it. Water over blood. Um, Barbecue. Yeah, so it, it actually, like, compared to, like, the other movies, is, like, a decent swerve, you know? Yeah, it was a decent like, swerve. you know, can't, can't really complain that a- much. And then the end of the movie is just Bo Dallas beating the shit out of The Miz for ten minutes. It was the- like, in cold blood. Dead man. Dead man. You're a dead man. Dead You're man. a dead man, Ramsey. And then... You're a dead man, dead man. And... And then uh, he like, uh, like, like after Heath Slater gets stupidly uh, hung by a, the back of an ambulance, uh, just turning a corner. Um, well, I mean, no, it was like like they wrapped the strap around his neck, and you know he he didn't have a seatbelt on. Dangerous. <laughs> so buckle up, click. click. Um, the Miz like hits Bo Dallas's fucking whatever artery in his leg, and is like, "You're gonna bleed out with the minutes." And Bo Dallas is to be like, you're not gonna save, save me? me? Like, save me? Like, you're not. Do, like, your do your job, man. And he actually goes to fucking do it. I'm like, what are you doing? Swerve. He didn't. Well, swerve because Bo Dallas is a piece of shit and tries to, like, stab Jake Carter again. So he just gets thrown off the roof on the top of an ambulance and he splatters everywhere. He ain't gonna be everywhere. in the Marine Six. He was not in the Marine Six. He was not. It's it's a fucking whirlwind. It, it, uh, it's, it's, like, talking about it, it's like. It's a biker gang, and they're in a garage playing cat and mouse, and then they're in an amusement park, and they're in the fun house, and then they're on a roof, and it gets thrown. Like, it sounds like so, we just made it up. So I had more fun watching it than the Marine 3. I agree. But the Marine 3 was still a better movie I than the Marine I don't know if I 5. agree about that. <laughs> this one was just so watchable because of how absurd it was that what I was watching. Uh, MVP I and LVP. It. Uh Who's your MVP? Like I said, Heath Slater was great. He didn't do enough, he didn't unfortunately. Do, I know. He didn't have enough to do. 
Not he didn't do enough. I feel like... He didn't have enough to do. They didn't give him enough to do. If there's any movie that The Miz gets it, I think it's this one. I'd be totally fine with giving it to him. Yeah, because he won't get it for the next one. He ain't getting it for the next one. The next one's a fucking the easiest Lock. one of all. Uh, I also did like the guy that played Cole. Like, I thought, you know, having some kind of angle of, you know... A criminal who, you know, was trying to do something good for his family. I don't know why that wasn't Heath Slater. That could have been Heath Slater. They did a good job casting. They did a good job casting, too, because they look like brothers. I thought that yeah, they well, did yeah, the, the, like the the other guy that was supposed to be like the older brother of Heath Slater. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I him, thought yeah. that I thought they did a good job. Yeah. Of casting, yeah, I but agree. I thought that would have been good if that was Heath Slater. But I do agree with you that I think he did a good job being like kind of menacing and foreboding. And I don't think he gave it away. I didn't know no. that Swerve was coming. No, me either. Swerve. Uh, I. Uh, what we find is that when you give the Miz like somebody to play off of. Like, what? like the movies are a little bit better. Cause I, I feel like, I feel like they were purposeful, especially from the disaster that was Ted DiBiase, like casting this. Because like John Cena's charismatic, and I think we've <laughs> seen and we've we've Ted talked Ted. about how when you let John Cena be John Cena and do his comedy thing, like he's great. Yeah. You know, Ted DiBiase. I don't even, I, I don't know what he's doing right now. Probably, you know, plucking some chickens for dinner or something. Reading Psalms. Yeah. Um, but like the Miz, like I think they were purposeful in casting the Miz over others because the Miz is great. Like the Miz got his start on reality TV. Like the Miz is a personality. The, the Miz, Miz has been on, is his personality. The Miz has been on TV for twenty one years. That's disgusting. I'm gonna yeah. go throw up. Yeah, the Miz has been on the Miz has been on TV since I've been in middle school. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, so oh my are, god. We, are we going with the Miz? Yeah. <laughs> um. I want to point out that... Are uh, you serious? Yeah, the, the real world, uh, his season was on in 2000, I believe. 2000 or 2001. Might have been even 99. I don't I know for sure. The Miz has been a part of my life longer than you've been a part of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's the way it's meant to be. Uh, the guy that plays Cole, Nathan Mitchell, I was like, I wonder if he's done anything else. He plays Black Noir on The Boys, which... Is nothing. That's because, awesome. I mean, yeah, like, but like, I, like he's we basically, can't see him. He's basically a body double, in other words. That's awesome. But yeah, he's Black Noir on the boys. I'm like, that's just random as fuck. That's pretty cool. Uh, LVP. Uh, so it's a two-horse race here. Is it? For me, it is. So I don't know. Okay. So look, we've talked a lot about Bo Dallas. But I just also want to give a shout out to Maurice. Keep getting them checks, girl. I thought she was really good. Yeah, like, in your she, one scene, you She was like really emotional and crying and screaming. She was good. I'm gonna die, don't let me die. I did I I thought it was gonna be worse. I think I have made the error of confusing like Summer Ray and Maurice. But Maurice was a heel when she was on TV and She was always like a heel. She's never a baby face. Yeah, I know. Very but, much like the Miz. Yeah. yeah, but you know, so so I think like I, I fed too much into that persona because I never watched the fucking Miz and Misses, please. Um, but I, I think that she's she's pretty good. She's pretty cool. Yeah, I think. Uh, Shout out to her. Bo Dallas has more to do in this. Bo, if you look at the Marine series from beginning to end, and probably were to list like the wrestlers that have the most to do, like he probably has more lines in this movie than like. Ted DiBiase and John Cena did in their Marine movies. Like, and he's going for it. Like, he is swinging for the fences. And I feel like 
they like saw like how much he was putting into it and like almost like bumped that role up like I don't fucking know. That's not to say he's good at all. He is distractingly bad all the time. He gets some like some hokey ass lines as well. And it's the fuck it's Boat Alice. He's not intimidating at all. I you mean, can give him a bandana and a motorcycle all you want. And those teardrops. Uh that said, Curtis Axel was also just as dumb and as bad as you'd expect. Yeah, he was dumb and bad. So I'm fine with either one, but really, neither one made the most of their opportunities. So I, I defer to you. Or did you have somebody else? No. No, I think it's one of them. Um... I think it's definitely one of them. I just don't know which one. I also want to say that I had higher hopes for Naomi. Yeah, she gets killed first. She gets killed first, but I also she's not bad. She's, she's not bad. She's not there. good. No, she's, she's just not good. yeah. She's like good. I, I, she didn't do anything very spectacular for me. No. Um, so I was a little disappointed in that mm-hmm. performance. Um, I mean, I really don't care. They both suck so much, yeah. and they're both for. How much they have to do, they're both so low on the list of credited actors. Maurice, Maurice gets second it, billing. Yeah, Maurice gets second billing. It's The Miz, then Maurice, then Heath Slater, mm-hmm. then Naomi, then the girl who plays the paramedic, the guy who plays the brother, I don't know who this person is, <laughs> Cole, Gunner, another paramedic, and then... Uh, Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas. I'm gonna go with Bo Dallas. Yeah, he had he had a lot to do. He had so much to do, and we found in our next movie, if you get a lot to do, and you crush it, it's great. It makes the movie all the more better. Bray Wyatt's real name is Wyndham. Yeah, Wyndham Rotunda. Why didn't he just leave his name Wyndham Rotunda? That's such a cool name. Uh, Wyndham Rotunda, Barry Wyndham. Um. Score time for the Marine 5 Battleground. I went first last time, so you're going to go first here. I mean, it was more enjoyable for me, at least. Um, because it was absurd in parts. Uh, I'm going to give it a four, man. A four? Wow, I was giving it a three and a half. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was better than the other one. Every time I try to put Bo Dallas, it says no Dallas, and I think that that's accurate. <laughs> That they should have they should have typed it in on their iPhones and it would have said no Dallas and then they wouldn't have casted him. Oh yeah, we can't do this. What are we thinking? Yeah, exactly. Thanks, thanks Apple. Watching out. And that leads us to the Marine Six close quarter. Finally, man. Finally. All right. Now, this is gonna be another hour, y'all. It might be. Uh, so the movie starts and it's going on. I honestly thought when it started, it opened with the HBK theme song, and I got <laughs> so excited. It was not. Don't get your hopes up. It is not. So after, it like, was close. after like 10 minutes, my note was, I'm cautiously optimistic right now. Yeah, I mean, there's and then just in two about, guys fucking around, you know? And then in about like 30 to 40 minutes, in all capital letters in the middle of my notes, I wrote, God damn it, this is good. Just do this from the start. Right. The, and I talked about this in Chicago to literally four or five different people. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> I was like, yo, I know like I'm a little out of it right now, but I want you to listen to me. The Marine Six kind of fucks. <laughs> this was unironically a good movie. <laughs> I had 
so much non-tongue-in-cheek fun watching the Marine Six. And the only thing it took was for it to not take itself as seriously. Right. Give the Miz somebody to play off of. Who also didn't take it. Who didn't too take it serious. too seriously, and they had like a good buddy cop dynamic. Right. And it actually had an interesting Interesting characters, plot. Interesting good stories. Story. Yeah. It had some badass action. It had it, it had it good all. violence. It had it all. It had comedy. It had it had it all. It but it had like callbacks. Like so the first scene is the Miz and Shawn Michaels like doing like some like MMA, like boxing, like, you know, sparring. And they're just having like a conversation about their history. Right, right. Giving us the expo and the backstory. Honestly, God thought Shawn Michaels was Rob Van Dam for the first five minutes. Uh just because <sighs> of like what he was wearing and his ponytail. Um, but like they're just being dudes together and it's like, yeah, this 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 is what I needed to connect. They have great chemistry. This, this is what I needed to connect uh, Jake Carter to this whole time. Yeah. Was a character, badass name, Luke Trapper. Fucking kills, fucking killer name. Took two bullets for him. Took two bullets for him. And then the Miz like wins their sparring session with this little like monkey flip move, right? So then like they're in a car and they're on the way, you know, uh, Shawn Michaels' character works for the VA and he does like check-ins on this abandoned building as a favor to like, I guess a friend of theirs, they, that got killed in combat. It's his dad. So he brings Jake with him. Cause he's hoping Jake can like talk get some the sense dad and to move get out. out. They meet up with this guy named Graham. He's a piece of shit. Who the fuck is this guy? He's the OVP of the movie. Uh, he, another character who I don't know who his accent is the whole time. Halfway I was, I was like, he's fucking, just American. Fucking Taika Waititi. Like I honestly, <laughs> it's like, who the fuck is this guy? It's not uh, and, uh, we did see at some point, like prior to this, there was like, uh, I guess she was in high school because she talks about AP bio at one point. She's like in high school and she gets kidnapped by this like Irish gang that's led by Becky Lynch. What? And the whole point. What a stretch. And the whole point of it ends up being that uh, her dad is like this famous Irish crime boss who's on trial right now. And, and the girl's dad is a juror. Yeah. And, they're, and he, they want him to hang the jury or else they're going to like kill his daughter. So, like, you kind of see back and forth the trial and that that whole little subplot. I was like, even though it's not seen that much, I didn't just see, like, her dad struggling in the bathroom about, like, his decision. Yeah, that was weird. Um, So, like, it just so happens that they, like, are kind of squatting in this abandoned brewery, I think it was. It was. It was a brewery. It was the this, Oregon brewery. Where this veteran is also squatting at the same time. So they go check on him. The veteran's like, you know, go fuck herself, you know. And so they're leaving and they hear this girl's screams. And they... Because they're Marines. Jake Carter's first day of helping out at the VA. <laughs> and this is what happens. So then, um... So they... You know, they, they get stuck in it. They, they see the girls in trouble. They're two Marines. They got, they got to help her, you know? Uh, and then, like, from the first, like, shotgun to the chest, it's, like, pretty fucking gnarly. And I'm like, this is, like... The right level of violence. It was. It's it was. the right level of humor. I'm having fun. Let's yeah. fucking go. John Michaels makes everything fun. Sean Michaels is the is sharpshooter. Sean Michaels is a hey fuck you, Brett. Sean <laughs> Michaels is unequivocally yeah, the MVP yeah, yeah. of this movie. Actually, fuck you, Brett. Fuck you, I Brett. I just got Hart. it. I just got it. Yeah, have fun with your Aladdin play and no, your Lonesome Dove performance. No, because because Sean Michaels screwed him over and now he took his name. What? 
Then Shawn Michaels screw the the screw yeah, but what job. Took his name. What do you mean? Sharpshooter. The finishing name. Yeah. 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 I know. Yeah. That's what I was saying. You had a good point. Then he ruined it. God damn it. Uh, he is unequivocally the MVP of this movie, and the M- he is the best performance in the entire. He's better than Robert Patrick. He's better than Neil McDonough. He's better than he's Michael Booker. I don't know why Shawn Michaels just doesn't work as a fucking like action comedy actor. Like he is. We are we were laughing out loud at Shawn Michaels in this movie. Like there's a moment where it is coming up here. Oh, the, the he um so they're like trying to escape through like this vent. Oh my god, that and, I was sh- swore. Yeah. Swore if I was not expecting. And like they're struggling down the vent. I knew it was gonna happen. I didn't think it was gonna happen to him. And they're still getting like cop like they're still getting like haha funny moments. Like the girl falls on the mids and she's like, sorry, I fell. And he's like, You think? Yeah, and, and then, so then like so then, then the dropping, bad guys drop dropping bad guys, sandbags on Shawn Michaels. He's making doofy faces. <laughs> getting Holding all these sandbags on his back. And then he does like a Wilhelm scream down this vent, and then he gets fucking impaled on rebar. And, and it's like, well, bam. And I'm I like, thought no. Some, I thought somebody was going to get impaled, but I thought it was going to be the bad guys chasing them you or like something. You like loudly gasped. You're like, like, no. I was like, no. And then like, he just like I don't want to not enjoy this movie anymore. And then he's like, kind of like stands up. Oh, God. And like, he fucking survives like a badass that he is. And then they end up going back to this veteran. And the veteran like, you know, like helps them out. Uh, they And another badass scene. They like caught like, uh, what is it? Like Quarterized. Quarterized the wound. With, with like an a gunpowder like gun sh- uh, from an empty shell. No, they 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 empty the a shell. shell yeah, right. and then they light it's like it on a really fire. cool. They light on fire. And he's like, oh, and like and then he's okay. And like they give him a new shirt, and the only other shirt this guy has is like a proud grandma of a of a so and so student or whatever. And he holds it up to the and He goes, "Please don't let me die in this." And I we both that, bust that was, out laughing. That was because it was so funny, and I did not expect it. Because up until this point, that is not what I'm expecting out of this movie, you know? It was so fucking needed to, like, it was really surprise needed. people. And so let's just go and get the biggest surprise away. Like, the ultimate swerve. The Marines waited for the biggest swerve. So this is the last Marine movie, right? Like, we're not doing any more of them. Why? They fucking killed the Miz in this movie. Like, but let me just that tell you how angry. That some fucking balls. Let me tell you how angry this made me. Made me so angry because in the last movie... The guy got shot in the same fucking place. He stayed alive for four hours, and Jake knew he was going to die, so he sacrificed himself, got shot everywhere. Like, he started this movie wearing a white shirt, and then it was red because of how much blood. But that man knew he was going to die. He was, like, dying already. He was like, oh. And nobody else has O-positive blood around him to do a blood transfusion. <laughs> so now he can't stay alive for four hours like Hey, Luke, what guy. blood type you are? I'm um, like, A-negative shit. <laughs> That's the rarest blood type, I think. I a negative. Know. My mom has A negative blood. But like And I have A positive blood. So when I was in the womb, I almost killed her. Or she almost killed me. Jesus. She almost killed me because her body thought I was like a, a foreign, like a alien thing. My mom had to take like these shots and stuff. You suck. <laughs> oh god, I almost died just now. Yeah, that's what you get. But like that's karma. Everything he's been through and everything we've seen all these Marines been through, like they're just kinda like pinned down in this like Portland cave. I didn't know that they could die. And yeah, and then like that's you, a big you see him you see him like looking down like and he's like like starting to like tell stories and the whole bit is like when Ultimate they get in trouble, story. Shawn Michaels is always telling stories, he's like stop fucking telling stories. So then Sean's like, Well now you're telling stories and he's like, Yeah, we're gonna be even and Sean's like, What? So like the Miz like takes a few guys out. And gets like riddled with bullets, like fucking Willem Dafoe in Platoon. 
the Miz is not great in that scene because like the Miz dying is kind of bad. The like, Miz can't die. like the, yeah. The, the, the Miz's Miz face is just like kind of funny. It was, yeah, pretty bad. It and then like bad. he's on his knees, and then like all of a sudden Becky Lynch just keeps randomly appearing in places. Like she's not in it that much. She's, and she's a leprechaun. And she's pretty. She's pretty good. Like she, she's she, a leprechaun. She, she does herself. Well, she also had like actual acting experience. She used to be a stunt performer, and she had like some acting training. Like she like, did like bit roles. And stuff she's just herself. Day. Like that's. Yeah, that, that's I think that's why. I think that's why she's so good in the ring because of that background. Yeah, she's just a badass. She yeah, that's just that's just who she is. But he. But then she's like, oh, goodbye, Marie, and she flicks her knife into his chest, and he fucking dies. I'm like, this. They had the balls. Like they knew this is the last one. They're like, fuck it kill him and it's long it's not like it's sudden it's long it's brutal and you're just like jesus they fucking did like, it you didn't now, think that was gonna happen no i had no idea i had heard that, like the sixth one like is kind of like fucking crazy and i was like i'm just like, guessing Shawn michaels and becky lynch are just like kind of like fucking whatever you know but i wasn't expecting this like right. i was like and this movie shocked me and surprised me at every fucking turn just like when the uh, uh when they're escaping or earlier the, the 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 veteran dies like he gets shot and like you're kind of sad. Like, it's a little bit yeah. emotional. Like When the girl screams for him, like, it was at her actual grandpa or something. Yeah, like and then, like, like, you know, like, like it's because he's back, he's going to be back with his son again, and, you know, they do, like, the Marine Semper Fi stuff. It's just like, jeez, like, I'm still watching a Marine movie, huh? Yeah, and then when he jumped from the dock to that boat. So the movie just takes over with Sean, like... Shawn I don't know Michaels why there's not a Marine into- 7. Why is there not a Marine 7 with Luke Trapper and Shawn Michaels? He dies in this one, then he passes on to fucking, I don't know. Uh, God, I almost said Riddle. Fuck no. Oh, um, I would not no, watch no, that. No, 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 no. Uh, fucking who'd be, who's the new, let's save that. Let's put a pin in it, and then we'll go back and we'll figure out who the new Marine is at the end of this. And without just making a Shawn Michaels for three more movies. Because he has like this Charles Bronson, like old grizzled badass yeah. quality to him. We're like, he just fucking turns it on and they're like, he's going to avenge his Shoots fallen. everybody. Shooting everyone. Jumps. jumps long jumps. Boat. Like. Bullshit yeah. he made that jump, man. Shawn Michaels in 1995 could have made that jump. I just watched him in the Royal Rumble yeah. today. I said. Arcadeaudio.net slash podwoggle <laughs> next week. Two weeks from now. Shawn Michaels in the Royal Rumble 1995. Absolutely crushing it. Shawn Michaels in 2018. Not Bam. in this shape. Holding on to his hair. He's no really way. good for his age, but he's not that good. Nope. Um. But then, like, then he starts taking fucking people out, like, like maybe even more of a badass than any Marie we've seen up to this point. Mm-hmm. And then you get like a fucking minute and a half Becky Lynch and Shawn Michaels fight, which it was, was like, really it good. was really good. And then it was really. And then good. how does he win the monkey flip that he learned from Jake Carter earlier in the day fucking into the water? That rope. The white Sunk gets her. tangled around, and she gets like Sunk drowned her. with the anchor. Sunk that bitch. But it was and another like it- lingering death that it was like. This movie's like, not it was shying insane. away. Yeah, like I was like, wow, like this is like you don't normally see stuff like that, especially when it's women. Like Yeah. You know, you don't. You just don't. Like like people tend to shy away from like those violent things. Like I think wasn't like like Tarantino when he did Kill Bill was the first one to show like those really grotesque death scenes. Yeah. Especially with women, you know? Yeah, well, like I, horror I, movies have always yeah, done it. Yeah, always like the final girl syndrome and stuff not like that. Action but, movies and oh, stuff. Oh, action movies. Like, no, not really. Not really, you know. Um, um and then like like when the police all come and everything, they're like, "You killed all these men." He's like, "More or less." Yeah. Like, that's insane. Yeah. Like it was so cool. Um, the movie doesn't have as much of a woman problem as the other ones do. No. But- the main girl was not great. Her accent also was a little muddled, but you know, she held her own. She also continued the the tradition in this film franchise of uh, women looking ten years older than what they actually are. Um, because she's supposed to be in high school and she looks like she's pushing thirty already. I think she was. Um. 
Becky Lynch, we already talked about, is good. Becky Lynch is, like, I guess it was supposed to be her sister or, like, the other girl in, like, the, the crime family. The girl that, like, uh, was, like, peeking in on the trial and then she's oh, the yeah, one that, that like the they meet up in the, 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 the... My least favorite scene in the movie is when, like, they meet her in, like, the, the cave. Oh, I hated the cave and the, the glow stick. The sticks. cave scene and the glow stick and, like, her, like, uh, I thought With you said you didn't have a cell phone. She's like... You're right. I lied. I did. I lied. That that's probably the worst scene in the movie because because yeah. of her. Um, but we have to point out all this gu- all this gushing, all this shock of how fantastic the Marine Six close quarters is. The franchise still knew what the fuck it was and goes out in the most Marine way possible. They wheel the moves out on a body bag. Sean asks for a minute. You know, pulls down, sees his face, tells him, like, simplify, thank you, friend. You know, again, a a decent emotional scene, right? Mm -hmm. And it cuts into a cheesy-ass four-minute goodbye to Jake Carter country song montage with clips from the previous three movies. And I was just like, a part of me wants to take, like, a full half point off for that. Just for that. But a point of me wants to add another half point right back because at the end of the day, the movie's like, look, people are going to watch this. They're going to be mad that we gave them a good movie. after If they stuck with us for six Marine movies mm-hmm. and we give them this, they're going to be like, you fucks. You couldn't have done this from the fucking Fuck start. Yeah. Let's just remind them what we could have done this whole fucking time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's country warbling and the Miz shooting people that if you didn't see this movie, you have no idea who they are and jumping in off of fucking things. It was, we almost recorded immediately afterwards. because We, it was, like, really We were that to. surprised. We were so shocked. We really wanted to get it all uh, off of our chest. Then. And, like, there was, uh, there was a point, like, I, like, wanted to lean back and be like, yo, like, are, you, are we on the same page here? Like, this, yeah. like, this yeah, is like, all this right, is right? Good, right? And I don't remember what actually made us do it. Like, like we did, so, I, if you don't listen to this show a lot, we... Don't talk about the movies. Yeah, we have like a moratorium. I think we didn't. We talked about the next day. I think right. I don't think we talked about it in uh, the actual day. Did we? No, we did. We did. We did. Like we put something else on. We were doing something. I was like, that was good. No, I think, I think it came out. Like one of us like referenced something. And we're we like, both laughed. We're like, that was fucking tight. Right, right. Like we 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 got really excited, but we don't don't normally talk about it. We don't normally do anything like that until we start recording because we don't want to ruin anything. Yeah, yeah. We we, we want to like keep it organic for for you listening and we want to make sure that like we don't our actual fights and disagreements are our, our actual fights and disagreements we don't like yeah you know uh we don't plan anything ahead of time or know that the other person's gonna like or hate what we like or hate so that's it yeah so we've already established Shawn michaels is the mvp of this movie yeah without question and the key so he was never a bad promo. He was always a serviceable promo. He definitely got like better uh, upon his comeback. Like when he came back uh, after, because he had a for, again for those listening, if you don't know wrestling, he had a debilitating back injury that put him on the shelf for Shawn about four four and a half years. Yeah, Shawn Michaels and Shawn Michaels was prior to CM Punk. Shawn, Shawn Michaels is my second favorite wrestler of all time. Yeah. Shawn Michaels. Did you dress up as Shawn Michaels? I was Shawn Michaels for Halloween in nineteen ninety five. I yes. do believe that picture is on my Facebook, and I'll put it on my Instagram at Jam with Your Sam. Wonderful, thank you. Uh, um. He just was the fucking best. Like, he was, I mean, back in then, he was a massive prick. Like, the prick of all pricks. And, and that's what all boys aspire to be. So it was great. And he, but I didn't know, like, I didn't know the internet back then. Well, and, like, but no, at the time, wasn't he, before his back injury? A drug addict? Yes. <laughs> yeah, before his back injury was 
he solo or was he still part of tag team? Oh no, pre Marty Jannetty. Oh, I mean, he broke Marty Jannetty in 1991, and then he had like a seven year like well, epic run. Oh, okay. I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, he was a singles guy throughout all the nineties. Was basically like the best wrestler on the planet. Right. Had a had a fluke back injury and took him out for four years. He was, you know, in a bad place, addicted to drugs and everything, and found. met his wife, found God, became a born-again Christian, and came back, and had, like, an amazing other eight years of, like, some of the best, most famous I mean, moments yeah. in wrestling history. And then and I his, was introduced, he was still actively wrestling yeah, when yeah, I yeah, was yeah. introduced yeah, to Yeah, you had a couple, you got to see the fucking Undertaker matches at WrestleMania. Yeah, it was and amazing. And then now he's in char- helping in charge of NXT and making that be what it was, now that they're tearing it apart. But, yeah. um But hey... But yeah, that's he, what like, happens when you best friends he, with the boss, as, baby. As important as CM Punk is to me now as that's an adult, that's why you get to do the show. Shawn Michaels was easily best friends with the Podfather. Was equally as important to to me as a child, which you would argue is almost even more important. Like when Shawn of Michaels, course. when Shawn Michaels would have like an injury storyline, like I would cry, like I'd be upset because like that was my guy, and like I didn't know what was real or was not because that was at a time when things were getting a little like muddled on purpose, like make you think that stuff was like not part of the show. Right. Um. So like, he was never known as like I think he did like a spot on Baywatch because like the wrestlers did that every year like back sure, in the nineties. Sure. But like to see this like, like yeah, just go do this. I do know we have one other Shawn Michaels movie. The other Shawn Michaels movie we own. I purposely bought because it boggles my mind it was made. It is like the event, like the Avengibles or something, like farce of justice. It is a direct to DVD Marvel cool. parody movie cool. where Shawn Michaels plays like the Incredible Hulk, and Very it also cool. stars Simon Rex, former uh, worst MVP, worst LVP of the year winner. Uh, For not what, scary movie, yeah, not right, Tara Reid. He plays like the Joker character. Uh, Amy Smart from like Road Trip and all that oh, stuff. Oh gosh! And uh, the star of it is Steve Renazizi, the disgraced lead of the league, who um, uh, Kevin MacArthur, whose career ended when he lied about being a part of nine eleven. Uh, he's like the lead in the movie. It's like made like two years after like that was found out. So it's <laughs> Kevin from the league, Simon Rex, Amy Smart, and Shawn Michaels. So he'll probably win MVP in that one too. It's like got like a one point two on IMDb. What's it's the like, name of Avengers of of Justice? Yeah, Avengers of Justice. That's what Bar it is. Wars. Oh my. Yeah. God. That's the picture that I see as it say. Yeah, it's 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 on my list to nominate at some point. Uh, and he'll probably Shawn Michaels will be a multi time MVP because I'm sure he's got to be the best part of that movie too. Oh, I, I if you are a wrestling fan, I cannot encourage you enough to watch this movie for Shawn Michaels. If you're not a wrestling fan. I encourage you to watch this movie and just think of the fact that this guy's never been in a movie before. He's fantastic. Uh, LVP. Who we got for the LVP here? I already mentioned mine. I think it's the guy that plays Graham. He's just very, very much like that character that I don't know why movies are obsessed with having that's just like kind of annoying and fucking like... Taha comedic, like is this what is this guy's intentions? Mm-hmm. And then he just gets fucking stabbed because he's an idiot, you know? Yeah. So he'd be mine. If it was not him, I'd also go with the other female I was talking about earlier. Um, but I, I I can go any any direction. Yeah, I agree. I mean I don't I'm not super attached to anybody. There were a lot of people in this though. Like, there, were, there were so, a lot of like the bodyguards. Yeah, so like the, the main the like the main the... black guy who kind of had like an adversarial relationship with uh, Becky Lynch. He was good, I thought. Yeah. The guy who looked like fucking Baron Corbin on every bit of anabolic steroids ever made 
was kind of an interesting like like fight partner to have. You mean Flynn Diesel? <laughs> Flynn Diesel. <laughs> Fuck, that's funny. Um, oh, he was actually in the Fast and the Furious. Wait, wait, fuck off, He's was he really? F9. You're talking about the guy who played the brother, right? Was he a brother? Was the, he? No, the guy who played Becky Lynch's brother. Oh, that was her, that was her, her brother. I didn't know it was supposed to be his brother the whole time. Or the big guy. The yeah, the Jack dude. This guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's in F9. Fuck you! Fire Vin Diesel and hire this guy. He looks the part. Vin Diesel's like five eight. Fuck him. Sorry, Rich. <laughs> um. You just pissing Rich off left and right on this fucking show, bro. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's a good fucking time. But I, I would go with, I would go with the guy who was Graham. And he's just kind of like. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's uh, fine. Michael Higgs is the actor's name. Higgs? Michael Higgs. He's English, so that makes sense, his accent. Um, they were all English. The girl was English as well. Yeah, their and accents were all And half the people are more. Irish. Like, it's. Damn. So, Marine 7. Don't you dare give this a 10. No, I'm not giving this a 10. I Come thought on, you I'm were crazy. going to. Um, no, I'm, no, I'm just kidding. No, the Marine 7. Who, oh, who? who should Shawn Michaels now be paired up with and like pass the torch to? Mm-mm. Of the current active roster. Honestly, like yeah. my gut is Xavier Woods. Like honestly. Like, I'd I, be for it. I feel like that would be... Legit, because he's got like the look. Like we'll, we'll see how he does. So it was just announced today from a recording. Oh. So Netflix is going to have an interactive like WWE movie that features like the New Day in the Undertaker's house, and we get to determine what happens. And I'm very excited. That's pretty cool. Because uh, the New Day are fucking hilarious, and I feel like they could do very good. And also, yeah. the Undertaker's kind of like hammering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, Woods is a very inspired, interesting choice. I, I think Woods would be really good because I think he has both of those serious sure like like the serious and the comedic like i think he would yeah. play off of michael's really well yeah. i was gonna say drew unfortunately the scottish saying would probably be like he looks the part he's got more charisma than he gives him credit for uh, he kind of can be funny um drew was the first one i had off the top of my no, head I think, woods. I think woods and i i don't know i mean maybe even some like i mean no longer wwe employees i guess oh if we go if we go aew with fucking the marine i'm all in i mean we're all out if you want to you know oh my God. <laughs> I honestly think the Young Bucks would do a really good job in a movie Fuck like you. this. No, they wouldn't. <laughs> what? No, they wouldn't. They would supposed to be super kicking motherfuckers. Why not? Super that kicking. Shawn Michaels? They, just, would, be they would just super kick the guns in somebody's hand and they accidentally shoot somebody else. They never fire a weapon. There you go. That's uh, it. No violence. Else. No There's gun violence, baby. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Hmm. Somebody that's like young enough to take the mantle. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make it up for him right now. The Marine 7 with Shawn Michaels and his son, Johnny Gargano. There you go, Rich. If you stuck around this whole time, no, I, I cast your son in the Marine. Oh, no, he'd be fucking dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather see... Candace LeRae do it. <laughs> that, there we go. We got our answer. Uh, the Marine 6, close quarters. Samantha. You're such a dick. You score this one <laughs> no, first. No, you score this. Oh, do I score this one first? Yeah, I scored the other one first. This is a lot of pressure. I know. I'm this like, is a good know. movie. This is a good movie. I had a number written down, and from the Courses podcast, the number got higher. What? Because I honestly didn't. I mean, comparatively. I, well, not even comparatively. I didn't have that many negative things. Like, You're right. Sure, it, it, it's not the most like clever and creative thing ever, but it's not trying to be. 
Right. It's trying to be a action, a directed DVD action movie for wrestling fans. Yeah, exactly. And I other, checked all the boxes. And if other people pick it up and run it, they're not going to be disappointed either. I give the Marine Six close quarters a seven and a half. Oh, I'm giving it a seven. I was originally a seven. Oh my gosh. It was legit. It surpassed my expectations. Here's because a test. Here's a test right here. Where's my book? Oh, where's, no. my, where's my movie? My where's your poop report? Where's your Married with Movies poop report? Nope, that's my, that's just my uh, pod block poop report. I have so much poop. <laughs> Here is every movie we've watched this year that the Marine 6 is better than. Let's I have it. No, 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 I'm going to do it. No, 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 no. This is me. This is my thing. Let me do it. But I have it right here in I a don't give a fuck. Spreadsheets are for pussies. <laughs> Scrawl. That goes without saying. Uh, every other Marine movie, yes. Uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix, 100%. Josie and the Pussycats, Yes. Body slam. You're not doing it in order. Rubber. I'm doing it in order from rating. This is oh. getting progressively better. We'll find the line in which, like, okay, never mind. The fan, yes. D3 the Mighty Ducks, yes. Good Boys, yes. Bobby, yes. Jeff Who Lives at Home, yes. Can't Hardly Wait, yes. The Illusionist, yes. Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan. That'll be probably controversial. <laughs> that one's like, eh, we lose credibility. Uh, the U Part 1. Sorry to bother you. That'll also probably be controversial. <laughs> Trainwreck. Eh. Miracle. Eh. Uh, the Greatest Showman. <laughs> I say yes. Uh, the Maltese Falcon. <laughs> I believe that was in the top 20 AFI all-time list, the Maltese we've Falcon. We've done all these movies this year? Slapshot, yes. Wait, wait. We've done all these movies this year? It Chapter 2. I would still say it's close. Oh, no, I think. I don't know. And it'll be sandwiched. It's, it is slightly not as good as Lilo and Stitch. That's that's where the Marine Six close quarters falls in. We're fucking dumb, bro. No, maybe just movies are bad, and the Marine Six is good. We are done with Marine Month, essentially here on Married with Movies. We will get back to regularly scheduled programming next week. Semper Fi September. We have Semper Fied. Next week, uh, probably. Will be well, we wanted two things. It'll either be the Princess and the Frog, which is what was supposed to be scheduled, or depending on what our schedules look like over the weekend, because we're still catching back up and everything, we will be uh, watching our next guest star series movie with our guests Tony and Julia Colt. Uh, we're watching this weekend, and we'll be recording with them sometime next week. So depending on which one we're able to record, excuse me, whichever one we're able to record and put up first will go up. So either be on the lookout for Princess and the Frog or Speed. With uh, Tony and Julia Colt. And we get, uh, we still got, you know, our random movie, our nominated movie. We, you know, we got a lot of stuff uh, going on. We have talk, a lot talk, of stuff. Our pick em off uh, movies. Uh, we got so many gimmicks. God damn it. We have too much. We have too much stuff going on, but don't have enough time to appreciate fine cinema like the Marine Six. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married Movies. We encourage you, as always, go to arcade.net for this podcast and the others in our network of shows. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I mentioned earlier, patreon.com slash audio for bonus content, especially if, if you're potentially looking for uh, videos related, as I talked about earlier, AEW All Out and CM Punk things with me. Um, and also, there's some good Married Movies content there as well. Facebook.com slash Movies at Movies on Twitter, MarriedMovies at gmail.com. Me personally, at your small 38 on Instagram for my show Box and Friends, where every single time I have enough things to show off on the show. 
Uh, I raise money for good causes, and I talk about them with friends. Normally, uh, uh, I knew you were going to fucking do that. Shut the fuck up. No, I say normally my co-host on the show is Rich Cambalucci. We talked about way too much on today's podcast, but I'll soon be joined by Genesis Silva or Juan Rodriguez, my other common friends on the show. I hate you guys. I'll never hear that. That's okay. Um, Nobody listen. They listen to this. And uh, our kiddo does Podwoggle. I watch retro wrestling and I talk about it. And this week's episode is the final and our fifth Flariad. It is Starcade of 1994. What a pile of shit that was. Uh, Samantha. I jam with your Sam on Instagram. I'm looking for that Shawn Michaels picture right now. I think I have it if you need it. I'll just ask your mom. I, I think it's like with like the first photo on my phone, so I'll get it for you. Oh, that's nice. We made it through all the Marine movies, Samantha. Any final thoughts? Man, you suck. What? Why? It took six movies for us to get a good one. I didn't know that was going to happen. And then, and then you had just picked The Leprechaun, which did not had eight movies and had one decent one. Sir. That's like two and a half decent ones. Did you get that? I, I did. I got it. Right, Thank perfect. you so much. Yep, I shouldn't have done that. No, you shouldn't have. Done this that. podcast started with the Mrs. theme, and it's ending with Shawn Michaels' theme. <laughs> for Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for this week's episode of Married Moves. We'll catch you next time on the couch. Slash the movie. We did that backwards. Yeah, I know. I don't know why you tried to close the show. Because you, you were just dicking around. I mean, I was trying to do this as promised. I gotta fulfill my promises to the people. You owe me one. Go take two shots to the chest. <laughs> Or the stomach, I'm sorry. Two shots of the chest of what Maurice stuck. Hey! With compressions, that's a bad joke. Uh, do you say I've sounded like Beetlejuice this whole time, haven't I? And I didn't no. take advantage of it, goddammit. You did Do not. I? Ooh, wait, hold on a second. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Stop the fucking recording. I think I'm cute. I know I'm sexy. I've got the look. The drives are cool. While I've got the mood. I said chill Up and down their spine I'm just a sexy boy I'm not your boy toy I'm just a sexy boy Thank you for playing Arcade Audio Play more at ArcadeAudio.net